Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Wednesday the 5th of July and I'm actually recording this pretty late in the day. That's because I've been speaking to dozens of people about what I think is the biggest upheaval in the railway industry for a generation. The closure of the vast majority of ticket offices in railway stations in England. That has what's been announced today. It will involve the ticket offices that are managed by the 14 train operators who are effectively controlled by the Department for Transport. Um, that includes, of course, the intercity operators like LNER, Great Western, uh, Avanti West Coast, and also the commuter lines, that's Northern Trains, West Midlands Trains, Chiltern, and then the big London operators, uh, Gatwick Express, um, Thameslink, Southern and Great Northern, plus Southeastern and Southwestern Railway. So it will affect millions of people, and the plan is that this will be taking effect completed within three years. And here's what happens. The government says, OK, uh, you want to do this? You've got to um, put out to consultation the fact that you want to do this. Now, the train operators do that, uh, then anybody who's unhappy, and there will be an awful lot of po- people, and I've spoken to a lot of them, immediately um, uh, has got three weeks to talk to Transport Focus or in the London area, London Travel Watch, and say, this is my local station. I think it's a terrible idea. Um, I object to it on the following grounds. And what grounds would they be? Well, the government says that you are going to, that the, the plan is to transition staff to multi-skilled customer ambassador roles um, who can give advice about the best and cheapest fares as well as supporting customers with accessibility needs but disability campaigners who I've talked to say that it will prevent disabled people from using the rail network entirely and Mick Lynch the boss of the RMT union says it will create the conditions for a mugger's paradise on the railways so They can't both be right, can they? Well, let's just look at the background. This is happening um, at a time of the collapse of rail finances. Basically, uh, since the COVID pandemic, according to the train operators, the rail delivery group, uh, rail revenues have fallen by 30%. That means, effectively, that the poor old taxpayer who was already... Um, putting their hand in their pocket for about five billion pounds a year to keep the railways running and they're now going to find maybe eight billion pounds a year and the theory is from the government that this is unsustainable you cannot subsidize a rail industry to that extent so therefore you've got to cut some costs and get some modernization and greater productivity and they would say that this is um, just facing the fact that the number of passengers who buy tickets from uh, ticket offices in the past three years has fallen by half. 
Um, half of all tickets are bought online. So having people sitting there not doing very much all day um, is simply not um, justifiable. So therefore we want to close these. It will improve passenger service and everyone will be happier as a result. And one of the people I've talked to said, yeah, um, we've actually trialled these kinds of roles and they're very, very popular with the passenger. Oh dear, but, well, we're, let's start with the um, arguably most important part of this, which is that uh, there will be, according to campaigners for disabled travellers, it will be um, pretty awful. Here we are, transport for all. Um, if these plans go ahead, many disabled people will be prevented from using the rail network entirely. The Royal National Institute of Blind People says um, it will have a huge detrimental impact on blind and partially sighted people's ability to buy tickets, arrange assistance and critically travel independently. Well... Um, how how does that square with the government saying that uh, things are going to get better? Well, it's a, a difficult one to judge at this stage because we simply don't know. It is worth saying, because um, uh, the more information the better and actual hard facts, it's worth saying that 43% of railway stations are completely unstaffed and 40% of rail stations which have ticket offices are um, only part-time. So there's an awful lot of stations where there is no full-time ticket office. That's only, I calculate, about one in six stations. So it's a, a, a tricky old um, uh, issue. And it's not as though we're going from 100% to 0%. Um, it's, it's more subtle or nuanced than that. But there is a great deal of unhappiness. Um, it's also the case that uh, this is happening because of cost pressures. And so the unions say it's simply about cutting jobs. The Transport Salaried Staff Association saying what we're seeing today from the train companies is uh, simply that um, pushed by the government, they have plans for widespread redundancies back by the back door. Um, well, I think it is going to go ahead this is a bet, I guess, that the uh, rail industry is taking with the government behind them that actually it's not going to trigger strikes from the unions. We're obviously in the middle of a lot of industrial action at the moment anyway. And uh, I guess they think, well, it's not going to make things worse. Um, they will, of course, be consulting with um, local union representatives about uh, redeployment of staff. And it's against that toxic background of industrial relations that, that um, they have come in with this proposal. Mark Smith, the very good man in seat 61, says you know, there is an argument for this, but ultimately uh, it would have been much more sensible to fix the fares system first of all. So, for example, anybody travelling from Bristol to London would be mad if they don't buy a ticket to Didcot Parkway and another one onwards from there to London because that way they'll save about £40. That's the sort of thing that uh, a ticket office person might have told you that a ticket um, a ticket machine won't necessarily. But if, if you get rid of those anomalies, then it actually becomes much easier. And just to say, I've seen how this ultimately ends. I've just been in Sweden and you go to stations, even in big cities there, 
and there is nobody around. There's just a sign saying, oh, do you need some help? Phone this number. Well, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but I will be watching it. And I also, just to mention the Labour Party, I've been trying to contact them. They are firmly against these, um, the Shadow Rail Minister and the Shadow Transport Secretary have both um, said that uh, have criticised the government for this. I'm inferring that if Labour were to be elected, well, the new government would find itself halfway through the process of um, closure, which presumably it would reverse. I will be watching all of this. Meanwhile, thank you very much indeed for listening. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.